welcome to the Confident Feminine Body Podcast, a place of healing and transformation in your relationship with your body, food, and fitness. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury. I'm an intuitive healer and coach and founder of our Confident Feminine Body Program, where I help women build their self-worth from the inside out, free their voice, and love the sexy skin they're in without diets, deprivation, and self-sacrifice. Think of this podcast as your empowering and fun self-love guide, where you'll get real-time advice and tangible tools as we navigate this body and food freedom journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful. I'm super excited to bring you this episode today and share with you the exact steps I took to create a movement habit I do every single day despite having two young kids and two businesses. And I'm going to give you a clear structure and framework for how to build a daily habit, one that has worked exceptionally well for me. But with that being said, know that this is simply a starting place and that you have the power to feel and listen into your intuition. Only you are the guru of your body. So if a different movement activity or modality would be better suited in your life, then do it. So first, I want to share with you my story and why I feel so passionate about this daily movement practice. So a few years ago, I was working over 50 hours a week on both of my small businesses. I was raising my two young kids and teaching yoga, dance, and private wedding dance lessons in the evenings and weekends. So I was a busy lady. And like many of you, I was struggling to juggle my work which I've always been deeply passionate about and dedicated to, but I was struggling to juggle it all with family time and wanting to be present for my kids and my husband. And honestly, I felt super trapped in a daily cycle of exhaustion, overwhelm, stress, and frustration for my lack of time to fully dedicate to any one thing. So basically, I just felt extremely scattered. And I remember every afternoon, it was between one and three o'clock, I would be working from home and I would be hit with what I felt like was a tidal wave of exhaustion. And I felt like I had no choice but to go lay down my bed and pass out. And, you know, lucky for me, I was working from home so I could do that. But it was that intense where I would just go lay on my bed, you know, the shades are open, broad daylight, and I would just immediately pass out. I was that exhausted. And at this point, I remember I was out at the store and I saw this Hallmark card at the checkout line. And it was this picture of a person who was drowning underwater. And all you could see was their hand poking out of the water. And I remember looking at that card and thinking, that's how I feel. I feel so overwhelmed. I feel like I'm drowning. I feel like my life is running me instead of I'm running it. And so when I look back at that time, it's so clear that I was burning myself out and I was not at all in tune with my body. My body was giving me some pretty serious smoke signals and I just kept pushing through, hustling, hustling, hustling. And one of the things that perplexed me at that time 
was my high level of exhaustion was present even though I was teaching yoga and dance classes every week. I had convinced myself that teaching was enough to check off the box of working out and taking care of my body. And it really wasn't. And I was desperate to shake off this nasty cycle of burnout, overwhelm, and what felt like chronic exhaustion and fatigue. So I went to my doctor and I got my blood work done and my cortisol levels were through the roof. My, I was having adrenal gland fatigue. So I did, you know, I did all the things. I took the B vitamins. I went to bed earlier. I ate more greens. And still the 1 to 3 p.m. window in the afternoon would come and exhaustion would win the battle yet again. And to be honest, you guys, this was not how I wanted to live my life and show up for my family, my business, my staff. I had people counting on me to be my best, and I knew that I needed to make a change. So at that time, I had a wonderful therapist I was seeing, and side note, I am a huge fan of therapy, huge, huge fan. So if you don't have a therapist, there are so many incredible people out there. Take the time and effort to find someone because therapy has been a game changer for me in my life. And I was sitting down with my therapist and I was sharing all this with her. And she said, Elizabeth, what if instead of lying down in the afternoon, you went outside for a 15-minute walk instead? She explained that not only the act of moving my body would help, which of course I knew this as a dancer and a yogi, but she shared that when you go outside, it helps to naturally lower your cortisol levels and decrease your stress. So when we are living in a state of fight-or-flight mode... Our sympathetic nervous system is running the show. The volume is turned way up. And that can come in handy when you are driving and a car is about to swerve into you and you quickly, you know, turn your car out of harm's way, right? That's where you need that like really big surge of the sympathetic nervous system or even in smaller everyday things. But the problem becomes when that is constant, when we are not completing our stress cycle. And so when we're living in the constant state of fight or flight, it depletes our reserves and exhaustion takes over. It's not sustainable for our bodies. And if we keep pushing through it, as our society proudly teaches us, right? Like how many of us use busyness and exhaustion as a badge of honor. If we keep pushing through, it's inevitable that we will, we will crash and burn. And that's exactly what was happening to me every afternoon. So I went home from that therapy appointment and I told my husband that I was excited. I had finally had a simple and small plan to try out. And that plan was this. When I feel that afternoon exhaustion taking over, I was going to lace up my walking shoes and get my butt outside for 15 minutes. And to be totally honest, in the beginning, it was extremely hard for me to make the choice to go outside and walk rather than to succumb to the comfort of my warm bed. It was hard. And I want to start by saying that because a lot of times when I tell people the story, they're like, oh, walking outside every day for 15 minutes, that sounds so easy. And it's, it's actually not. It's actually not. It's a new habit and practice that you need to be intentional about 
if you really want to cultivate it. And if it feels a little hard at first, I just want you to know that that is totally normal for most people when they're cultivating any kind of new habit. It's going to take a lot of intentionality and consciousness on your part. I did it though. I kept going and soon 15 minutes turned into 20 minutes outside and 20 minutes turned into 25 minutes and then 25 turned into 30. And because I had found that initially the hardest part, honestly, was getting myself out of my chair where I was working getting my butt down the stairs, lacing up my walking shoes, opening the front door like that. Those steps were the hardest for me. But once I was outside, I didn't want to stop. It was so nice. And the fresh air gave me an instant lift and it helped me to find space so I could gain a new perspective on the day's challenges. It helped me to have that physical distance from my workspace, my my desk, my my husband, my barking dog. Yes, I even left my dog at home. And no, I do not hate my dog. I love my dog. He his name is Albert. He's a 12-pound poodle mix. I'm not going to lie, he barks a lot, but he is such a little lover. This walk was just for me. It was all mine, not for anyone else. And side note about my dog, he is so sweet. He's 12 pounds. He poops like every three feet. So if I took him for a walk, I wouldn't be walking. I would just be standing there picking up poop for 15 minutes so he can have a separate walk. So anyways, after doing this for several weeks and months, I started to notice real results. So once I started to really be consistent in my walks outside, I noticed that I had more energy and I didn't have that afternoon lag. And I didn't require a freaking nap every day. Amen to that. And I found that I was better able to tap into my creativity and my productivity increased at work because I am oftentimes flooded as an entrepreneur with like a hundred different ideas and things I want to do or things that I want to bring to my clients and share with them and coach them on or I'm thinking about them and their struggles and what I can do to help them. And so my my entrepreneurial brain is just always on. My coaching brain is always on. And so for me to go outside and get that fresh air and move my body and feel the rhythm of my feet on the earth in giving me that headspace to get the creative downloads. Because here's the truth. When you are just working, 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 sitting, hustling, doing, you're in that masculine energy. And yes, we need that. We all need that to manifest our dreams. But the problem becomes when we get so looped into that, we lose that divine feminine energy of flow and intuition and creating spaciousness so we can get the downloads, so we can get the the energy that we require so that we can go manifest and do the things. So when I would walk, It was a game changer for me. And here's the other benefit. I started to feel less resentful of my work, of my kids, of my husband. I remember before I started this habit, my husband is a runner. He loves running. Okay, side note, I hate running. It hurts my knees, but he freaking loves it. Good for him. And he would run every single day. And I was kind of jealous. Like there was the part of me that was almost resentful of that, even though It's not like he was telling me 
oh, you can't go do your thing. But he was taking the time to do it. And I was feeling so resentful, like, oh, I'm so busy. I don't even have time to go do that. And so guess what? When I started to prioritize my movement time and my alone time and my time to fill my cup, I felt so much less resentful when he said, okay, babe, I'm going for my run. Or, hey, can you pick up the kids because I need to go for my run? I was like, oh, yes, I will. That's totally cool. And I want you to run because you're a better husband when you run. And I'm a better wife when I walk. When you really nurture yourself, you might find that you don't feel as resentful because you are filling your cup. And I also want to share that my relationship with exercise has totally changed in this habit of walking every day. Because for the first time in my freaking life, I wasn't moving my body to reach a body goal. Like I didn't start this walking practice because I was like, I just got to lose those last five, 10 pounds. If I had started the walking practice with a body goal in mind, it probably would have lasted a week or two because that is not enough of a why. That is not a motivator. Fear is not a great motivator. Scarcity, I'm not good enough, is not a great motivator. So here's what shifted in my mindset. I started to move because I wanted to protect my mental health. I started to move my body because I know that my energy is so important and I must be consciously aware of protecting my energy reserve and that moving my body every day gave me energy on my physical body, mental body, emotional body, spiritual body. It fed me. And I was able to take this mindset into my yoga on my mat. What if I didn't have a goal? What if I wasn't trying to hit that pose? What if I, my only goal was to reconnect with what is present in my body today? What is in my mind today? How can I breathe into this present moment awareness? And not that setting goals is a bad thing, but I have noticed that when you tie exercise in with dieting or wanting to shrink your body or wanting to change your external body because you feel deep in your gut that you are not worthy, you are not good enough, you better believe it's going to be hard for you to lock in a consistent movement practice. It's going to be exceptionally hard hard because as I said, fear is not a motivator. Fear will motivate you for a week or two. What is a motivator is creating a movement practice that fills your soul, that brings you pleasure, that gives you spaciousness, that nurtures you, your body, your mind, your spirit. That, my friends, is much easier to show up for. So I want to leave you with this today. I want to encourage you to step outside and go for a walk. It's so simple. And yet, so many of us don't do it because we think, well, that's not going to burn enough calories. That's not going to shrink my body. That's not going to, you know, I don't have time for that. You have time for it. You can make time for it. What is important to you? And as I come back to what I said at the beginning of this episode, If you have mobility issues and you're not able to walk, or if you hate walking, I had someone say that to me once. They said, Elizabeth, I freaking hate walking. 
And I want to like side note, by the way, I didn't ever love walking. I didn't start this practice because I was just like waking up in the morning. I'm like, I just love walking. Like walking is the most fun thing. Okay. So even if you're a person and you're like, I don't love it, I still want to encourage you to try it. But as I said, if you have mobility issues, if you are injured, you're not able to walk, can you get outside? Can you get outside? Can you breathe into your belly? Can you maybe close down your eyes or take a soft gaze and tune in? How? Can, what can you do today to move and breathe in your body that will bring you pleasure, that will nurture you and your spirit? And I want you to go do that. And if you are able, if you're inspired, I want you to try to commit to going on a 15-minute walk for the next seven days. Just for the next seven days, 15 minutes a day. And I want you to tag me on social media and let me know how it's going. I want you to share if you are walking and I want you to set yourself up for success. So starting with a low number, like seven days. If I had started this movement practice with a pressure on myself of, I am cultivating a new movement habit that I'm gonna do for the rest of my life, I probably wouldn't still be doing it. So I invite you to start really small. How many days can you commit to? Okay, seven days, do it. What's the shortest amount of time that you can commit to? What would be easy for you? Let's start with 15 minutes. Fabulous. And remember, your only quote unquote goal is to get your butt outside, walk for 15 minutes. It doesn't matter how many steps you you get. It doesn't matter how many miles you go. It doesn't matter how high your heart rate gets. Throw all of that out the window and go walk to be and hang out with you, with your beautiful, awesome self. So you can check in with you. So you can create spaciousness for all that is available to you. So you can connect to the abundance that is within you and all around you. I cannot wait to hear how it goes for you. Tag me in social media. Follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Marbury. Tag the show. And if this episode served you today, please share it with your friends. We are brand new. So the more you can share the love with your friends, subscribe, rate, review, it really helps us to reach more people and serve at our highest level. So thank you for being here. Now get outside and move that body. Elizabeth Marbury, and I want to thank you for listening and hanging out with me today. Join our free community of brave soul sisters who are crushing it on their journey to body love and food freedom by going to confidentfemininebodygroup.com. That's confidentfemininebodygroup.com. And be sure to download my free gift while you're there. I'd also love to hang out with you on social media. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Elizabeth Marbury. I am sending you so much love today and always. See you next time.